Good evening, Lions, and those interested in Lions, welcome to Millie's Place. Um, here for the uh, virtual the virtual edition of Millie's Place. I I didn't have a chance to get up and um, go do what I would normally do at Millie's Place and get a beer, but um, I may do that at some point. Um, I'd like to welcome you all here um, tonight. Uh, rather than at Millie's Place, we usually talk about what our Lions clubs are doing, and so we're going to do that. Um, and, um, the other thing that we're going to do is, um, you know, we can't swap pins virtually, but we can still talk about our club. So what we thought we'd do tonight is, uh, talk a little bit about what our clubs are doing as far as service projects, especially with the, uh, uh, the pandemic and stuff. You know, we all know that Lions clubs do a lot of work, uh, to help people who are blind or visually impaired. But um, I can't help you um, that uh, that. But um, <clears throat> but um, there are other things that Lions Clubs do in our communities. And especially with this pandemic, uh, maybe talk about some of the things your clubs have been doing. So before we get into that, uh, Donna, do you have the co the beginning code that we need? Yes, not yet. All right. OK. Um, so what we're going to do then is um, uh, let me uh, do this. I'll, I'll, I'll take this a little different direction than I was going to because Donna's muted. She's doing some other things right now. And welcome to those, by the, those of you, by the way, listening on ACB radio um, as well. Glad to have all of you. Um, so let me talk about my local club, the Glenella Illinois Lions Club in District 1J. And Ray, I, I've got the code. Okay. Uh, Donna, okay, so Donna, I want to have Donna give the code, the beginning code, and then what we'll do is, like I said, to invite you to raise your hand and just share for a couple of minutes, if you would, uh, some types of service projects that your Lions Clubs are involved in. So, Donna, if you give that beginning code, please. Yep. E is an echo, one C is in Charlie, F is in Foxtrot, E is in Echo. I'm going to give it again. E is in Echo, 1, C is in Charlie, F is in Foxtrot, E is in Echo. Okay. I'd like to invite those of you listening on the call to uh, raise your hand if you would do so. And to do that, you use Alt-Y on the PC, Option-Y on the Mac. If you are on an iPhone, you have a raise hand button on your screen, the lower left corner of your screen, I think it is. And uh, if you're on the phone, it's star nine. Um, and uh, then once Donna sees your hand, she will unmute, give you, a, allow you to talk. If you're on a device, you will need to then unmute. And then we can, uh, we can hear about things that your club is, is doing. So why don't we, uh, do we have any hands up, Donna? Yes, we do. Just okay. Kyle, you should be able to unmute and talk. I bet I know who this guy is. I don't know. Oh, no, don't say that. It's a lady from Hawaii. Oh, it's a, well, see, now that's, that's what you get for making assumptions. <laughs> I if, assume, if, too. If we, had, if, we had, if, if we had a tail twister here, they'd find me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I get that all the time. My dad was Go a ahead. He wanted Go me ahead. to. Go ahead, Kyle. Anyway. All right, so I am proud to be part of the Lions Club of Honolulu. We are the mother club of Hawaii. And Aloha. I'm also part, yeah, I'm part of the Cyber Lions Club, which um, I uh, is a club that data, it's, you know, a bunch of millennials, we don't actually meet in person. 
uh, but we do do projects. And I got to tell you, ever since COVID-19 came about, we've been making PPE uh, shield masks uh, with a 3D printer. It's not one a 3D printer. We're all over the islands. Um, there's a bunch of people who've purchases purchased uh, 3D printers. We've been doing those kind of shields. And also, uh, we have a whole bunch of sewers. We've done 4,000 cloth masks already and also um, masks for wow. the um, hearing impaired where it's clear um, clear plastic in the middle. They sew the clear plastic in the middle. So, yeah, we've been doing a lot of that lately because of COVID-19. That's excellent. That's really uh, well needed, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people are benefiting from that. So, uh uh, well, thank you, Kyle, for sharing, and I, I, I will not assume again. So, uh, well, or should I say, mahalo, mahalo, mahalo to you for sharing. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. All right, next okay. hand. Okay, Tom and Kay Love. Kay Love. Okay, Tom and Hello. Kay. This Hello, this is Line K is with me right here. We're both from Oklahoma. I'm the M MD3 Southwest District Governor this year. Oh, wow. And uh, we're from the Lawton Noon Club in Oklahoma. We've only been a member for, oh, I don't know. I've been a member for 34 or five years, and Kay's been a member for 28. So we uh, tried to attend the uh, Lions meeting last year, but... You guys moved the location on us, and I wasn't able to catch up where Millie's place was being held. So I'm glad to be with you this year. All right. We're glad you're here, too. Sharon, you should be allowed to talk, and I somehow Ray has left. Hi, this is this is Sharon from Chicago Uptown Lions. Um, I, we are going to have our installation of officers tonight, so I have to be ready for a meeting in about an hour. Um, Service projects have been pretty difficult, obviously, for for most of us, I'm sure. But we have mostly had phone meetings for the last few months. And uh, prior to that, um, the Lions of Illinois Foundation has uh, a bus that they send around. One year they do hearing uh, screenings. Another year they do vision screenings. So we've done those, one of, one of each, for the last few years here on the north side of Chicago. Um, I've had a couple of, of members help with our parish blood uh, blood drive in February, and um, hopefully we and getting a lot of glasses to donate, um, and hopefully we'll be able to do some more stuff this year. And I am happy to say I am no longer the president. Three years is plenty, but I'm the <laughs> vice president, and I will do my best to help my president. Uh, we have our centennial next year. So where where do you live? In Chicago, on the north side of Chicago. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, she, she definitely is. Sharon, you better, if there's a party, you better invite me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, we tried. We tried. We, it was, it I, was I, this year. I know. I, I know. Like a lot of things. I'm oh, anxious thanks. to know, I'm anxious to know about the, the uh, uh, Lions group, the, the Lions uh, list. Uh, sure. Let me just talk about ACB Lions. Uh, for those who don't know um, and maybe have joined for the that first time, is um, that we have we have two things. We have a we have an email list that you can subscribe to. It's pretty low traffic. If you would like to subscribe, you can send a blank email to 
acb-lions-subscribe at acblists, that's lists with an S on the end, plural, dot O-R-G. And that's acb-lions-subscribe at acblists.org. I think Carla gets those. She may reach out to you, you know, and get you subscribed. Because, again, we're here not only for blind lions, but also those who might be interested in lions. In addition to our email list, we have a conference call, as Carla mentioned earlier, uh, that is on the first Thursday of each month. Our next one will be on uh, the seventh of sixth of August, excuse me. Uh-huh. And um, if you want to join that call, and uh, that uh, if you're interested, uh, you can join that call. It is seven one two four three two three nine zero zero, and our code is seven nine six zero nine six. Again, that's seven one two four three two. 3900 and the uh, six character access code is 796096. And uh, maybe we could uh, repeat those before the end of the meeting so folks have an opportunity to take that information down. Um, but no, that's, uh, it, that's kind of what we're for. We're here to help people who are blind or visually impaired, uh, who may be interested in Lions, who may be in Lions clubs, who, um, to get more involved and uh, all of that. Um, okay, Donna, do we have any? Or do we do we have well, Carla I first? I think we have a Rushable. We have sort. a Rushable. Yes, you do. A Rushable okay. has been found. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. I'm glad you're back because I do have to actually leave in a few minutes. <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth wants me to pop into the DKM reception for something. Oh, okay, so. okay. So, but uh, unfortunately, right. Carla, I can't promote you to panelist on the phone. Uh, yeah, I, I can't help it. <laughs> That's okay. Kind of the way it is. So. It, it, it's okay. Yeah. We can work with it. I I'm will just... turn this back to Carla. Now, what I've been just doing, Carla, is having people go through and talk about what their clubs are doing, especially with uh, COVID. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard what's been going on, but I could not get my phone is my Adam here? to connect. So we have a bunch okay. of hands raised. All right. So let's take uh, hands. Let me just say that there's this this the point of of this Millie's place is twofold. And one is for us to share all the things, the different things that our clubs do, uh, and then to also be sure that we talk a little bit about uh, how people can ask for help from our clubs. Because oftentimes we think only that people are, they come and they're either asking for a pair of glasses or something, or they're asking for a project that is way too large for the club. Um, and and I, I think we need to have maybe a little discussion about the kinds of help that our clubs can give because it, it does follow the full range. It's, it's a huge spectrum from a very small club to a very large club. So, uh, so Donna, let's go to the hands that you have, and, uh, and then we'll touch on both of those topics as we go Well, down. this is a, a good name. This, and it's not me, but it's Donna. <laughs> Hi there. Hello. Hello. Hi. It's good to hear everyone. Unfortunately, Ray is gone, but I am the club. Ray's still here. I am the club elected tail twister, Ray, Lion Ray. So <laughs> there is a tail twister here. And um, so I'm Busted. really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited that I get to do my job and 
ask you to donate $10 to ACB Lions. And then uh, my peanut gallery jumped in and said maybe a beer or two for him next time we're all in person. So <laughs> I will be happy to, tail. I'll be happy to do both of those. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Hey, let, Good. let me jump in and add one thing right there. Um, that everybody can be sure that they help do that because uh, if you register for ACB Lions in the registration process, that's $10 and you're eligible for some door prizes. And, uh, but also that will help ACB Lions. You know, we didn't have the opportunity to, uh, have, uh, our activities and therefore to raise funds there at the convention this year. So please go and register. You've got one more day to do it if you haven't already. And, um, we would appreciate it. Go ahead, Donna. Sorry. So, um, one of the things that our club has decided to extend is uh, we are doing what we're calling the potato sack challenge. Um, there are a number of food banks that are helping, um, you know, people right now during uh, the pandemic. And so, um, you know, we are continuing the potato sack challenge that we did last year, which is basically... Um, club members, friends of club members, families of club members uh, can go out and purchase a sack of potatoes and as many times as they wish, donate them to one of the many different food banks that are here. You know, we're Pasadena Host Lions Club, so here in the Pasadena area. And people, you know, the, the different food banks have been very, very um, just so happy uh, to receive that um, because they are definitely being, um, you know, uh, just giving more above and beyond service. So um, that's something that we started doing. And just to let you know, I have a parrot over here with me because he started yelling and chirping and everything. And now he's quiet because I have him. So he's just like a baby here. Um, yesterday I was installed. Don't talk about our- Mitch like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mitch is in the other side of the house in his recliner. He's laughing. He just let out with a big belly laugh. <laughs> um, and yesterday I was newly installed as president. So if there are any tips and tricks that anyone can share with me uh, as far as creative ways of, uh, you know, doing things and service projects and things like that during the pandemic, I'd love to hear what other people are doing too. So, and we are in closing Thank goodness we are a one of those uh, for campaign 100 um, that uh, uh, director Shay shared about. Our club was given yesterday at, at the installation virtual um, a model club award. So you know we've been we were able to give good support to the Lions Foundation. So thank you, and uh, the tail twister will collect. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay, Natalie. So my name is Natalie Couch, and I am from Louisville, Kentucky. And hopefully we are not on video so that you all can't see my dinner and whatever. Um, We're not. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the stuff that are, um, I'm a member of the Louisville East Lions Club. Um, We have, we donated um, Walmart gift cards to the Louisville Refugee I can't remember the whole name of the organization, but um, there were several families that were dealing with unemployment because of um, COVID-19. So 
We um, donated Walmart gift cards for that. Um, we hold our meetings via Zoom every two weeks. And we have been working on um, donating to a organization in Louisville to um, feed the homeless. So that's pretty much what our club has been up to. Okay. Karen Campbell. Hey, it's Karen Campbell. Good. Um, our club, since uh, I would say the second meeting in, in March, maybe uh, beginning of March, we've been meeting. We missed a couple of meetings because our uh, restrictions took took hold in March. We have been meeting via Zoom since uh, this whole thing started. Uh, some of our people are okay with the technology, some are not, but we've been trying. We helped out with a food drive for uh, the Glen Ellen Food Pantry. This was like in... Uh, Early early June when we were in when we were in phase three, so we could do a little bit more. But we've been struggling to try to figure out in this uh, new age how to how to how to do service projects. So we've been meeting virtual, and I think that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. Okay, Rosanna. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. Oh. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Our club is a little bit of an unusual club. Um, we are the Marcy Telephone Lines Club, and our club meets by telephone, actually encompasses people from all over New York State. Uh, we actually have someone from Florida who is part of our club as well. Uh, I will say we have, it is a challenge when you don't meet in person. But we have done a number of projects. One of the projects that we've done in the past few years that's ongoing is to write letters to uh, service people in the service, to servicemen. We do that every year around the holidays. We always write uh, letters to servicemen, uh, letting them know that we're thinking of them and that we thank them for all of the work that they do. Um, we also have donated money to uh, LCI for uh, the victims in Bermuda. Was it Bermuda? Wherever they had that hurricane. I can't think of where it was. We've done that. We've also uh, raised money to give to one of, the, um, one of the hospitals here for PPE for COVID. And... We have also raised money for toy drives for kids and pantries for like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So there are projects you can do even if you can't meet in person, but it is more of a challenge. But there's a lot of need out there for, uh, for people to reach out. All right. Andrea Connor, you should be able to unmute and talk. Yeah. Hey. Well, yeah. hello, fellow lions. Unfortunately, Lion Ray left. I was just going to let him know that he gets off cheap because in our club in Wakanda, which is north of Chicago, it's only a 25 cent fine. <laughs> anyway, um, I think at the very beginning, the question was asked what our clubs do, especially during the uh, pandemic. And um, we've been pretty fortunate that 
Um, we work uh, very closely with our township, with Wakanda Township, and we're ready to make a big donation for the food pantry. And one of our members happens to be the township supervisor. And he told us about another organization called St. Vincent de Paul Society. And they um, somewhat investigate, I guess you could say, the people that apply for assistance. And with so many people losing their jobs and not having money to pay their rent or their mortgage, their utilities, all of that stuff, we as a club decided that we would make a donation directly to the St. Vincent de Paul Society so that they could in turn distribute it to the people in most need because they have access to that information that is a little more confidential. Um, our, our request being that those, the individuals be in our town if that's possible. And they said, oh gosh, no problem because there's so many everywhere. Um, we've tried to figure out, I'm not directly involved with that committee, but how to raise funds virtually in the summertime because we have been working with our village and township for the summertime car show. I don't know if any of you are familiar with those. It's actually, you know, people bring their collector cars and they display them and it brings revenue into our town. And we were invited, the Lions, several years ago to um, do whatever we wanted that would raise funds for us and in turn help their help this, the car show. So we've been doing that. And now that they can't have a car show because there's massive numbers of people in a, you know, in, in our downtown area that we're trying to figure out how we're going to supplement our account so that we can still have money coming in. Um, so I'm interested in hearing what, what, uh, you know, as this call goes on, what um, other clubs are suggesting virtually. And I want to know, uh, since I'm not a member yet, uh, I have made the decision uh, as I've been listening to some of the sessions that I think the the best for, fit for me right now as an ACB member is with ACB Lions. And um, I want to know who and how I should go about joining. Well, now we can certainly answer that question. <laughs> I knew Carla would wake up on that one. <laughs> Thank and you, Lion Carla, because I we actually spoke a few weeks ago. So I have really been educating myself here uh, throughout Good the deal. Good deal. Well, then um, we are always willing to and uh, ready to get new members. And um, the membership in ACB Lions is twelve dollars. For one year or $150 for a life membership. And we, um, you can pay dues either by uh, sending in a check or it's really um, easy to use to pay by credit card. <clears throat> and you can just give me a call. And lo and behold, I'll take that credit card number and run that card. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and for anyone that needs the phone number, my phone number is 502 897 one four seven two, and actually, I'm the president, but but um, Lion Adam is the secretary, is the treasurer, so <clears throat> he kind of appoints me to take the card number. Nice. So um, we will get that done, and we would welcome all new members. I would like to also have you throw in the mix 
I think this is, a, we've really had a very diverse um, group of, of projects and ideas, and I'll, I want that to continue. Um, let's think also, excuse me, about what if a group comes to you and, and wants to ask you, your club, for money? What are some of the ways that your club takes that request? Do they um, want the group to submit a letter? Do they want them to just come to the meeting and talk to them, or do they just need to know someone? Um, and what are the typical types of, uh, of funding that you do? If your club is really small, uh, a 50 or $100 donation to something might be what is appropriate. If your club is really large, like uh, the club that Adam and I are in, um, then that donation may be several thousand dollars. So, um, you know, I think we represent a very diverse group of people. So as, as you're talking about your clubs, just give us a tiny little peek about that. And I'm going to ask, since I've unmuted, why Margaret is on the phone with us. And Margaret, did you want to talk about your club's project? Yes, I do. All right. Then why don't you do that since you can't raise your hand for yourself? Thank you for giving me a chance. Yeah, now speak up, Margaret. Okay. Uh, Our club does, um, uh, we do eyeglasses, and once in a while we help somebody with a hearing aid. And uh, if, uh, but anyway, I'm the one that my number, you know, is given out to people that won't help with eyeglasses. And we have, uh, throughout our, uh, we have several you know, places in town, eye doctor's offices and, and other, uh, you know, faith-based organizations where there are applications, but they end up having to call, uh, mostly they call me, and I, I'm i supposed to find out, you know, uh, are they covered by insurance, do they have, uh, anyway, and, and I, I get them the form, you know, and then it goes uh, from there to you know, they fill out the form and they send it in and then to a post office box, and then uh, uh, they if they get approved, they get the form back and they take it to the eye doctor and they get their services and then the eye doctor sends the uh, the form back and they get paid, uh, you know, for that. Now during the pandemic thing, we have uh, still, uh, and we usually we have our big gospel concert where the Chuck Wayne gang comes and everything. But we do have a flag program where we have clusters of flags set out all over town on uh, special holidays, and these uh, there's five flags in each. Uh, in each cluster in a metal frame that's down in the ground. And so these flags, um, the businesses uh, pay $20 a year to be, uh, to have a flag in this uh, flag thing. And then uh, on the door, just above the handle of the door, is a little sticker that says, we support the Paragool Lions Club flag program and a little tiny picture of an American flag on that uh on that sticker and so that can go on even though the the pandemic is still going on and we still get money from the green county community fund uh which is uh you know um 
kind of like, you know, the big programs where they, they go to the factories and places here in town and they ask them, you know, to give to the Green County Community Fund. And uh, we're a member of, uh, you know, we get some money off of that. So that can still go on during this whole thing. And what was the... Uh, oh, we haven't had any uh, requests from uh, people that want uh, any other uh, services. But, you know, I do... Like when I get a call from somebody that has no insurance and the doctor says they've got a retina detachment, you know, uh, I, I send them straight to LC, uh, let's see, it's called, uh, Mid-South Sight and Searing, Mid-South Sight and Hearing over in Memphis. And, and they're, it's considered an emergency case. And it's just something that's, you know, like that where they're about to, you know, the retina's about to detach. They'll take them right in. So anyway, uh, I've been doing this ever since I've been in Lions Club 16 years ago. All right. Thank you, Margaret. I want to be sure you had a chance to hop in there. Thank okay. you. So who else would We have Penny. Penny, you should be able to unmute. I'm not really sure how to ask this question. It's, it's kind of too part. And I, I guess I just wanted to bring it up as um, kind of a brainstorming. I'm uh, the president of our Birmingham chapter of ACB in Alabama, and I would love to for us to develop a closer relationship with the Lions. I have been in Lions clubs. I've been in and out of them over the years. And I have found that one problem is that a lot of people in the Lions clubs are older men that have been there for, you know, 40, 50 years, and they're dwindling out. And then I think sometimes they have too many meetings a month, you know, and it's been hard. I had difficulty going to both meetings a month when I was in it. And then the other problem was sometimes their projects were not blind related. And I just want to know how we as a chapter can collaborate with them because our greatest need is transportation to meetings. And that's one thing. And I think the other need is that blind people really need especially older blind, really need technology. And it's frustrating when I've been to Lions Club meetings and the project is planting fruit trees in China or, you know, doing something that was completely not blindness related. And I just wonder how we can best collaborate with them and work on these issues. Thank you. Anybody have some suggestions for Penny? Uh, 4141. Did you really have your oh. hand raised this time? <laughs> I, I really did. <laughs> we, we finally got it right. Oh, right. yay. <laughs> and Tail Twister, I'm signed up, so uh, you can't find me. <laughs> and what's your name? Uh, and this is Jackie Shepard. Okay. I'm a new Jackie? one. I'm new. Um, first of all, regarding activities, I'm not a Lions member now, but I've been a Lions member, it seems like, all my life, from about 71 when I first married my husband, Bill, until now, uh, until we moved to South Dakota in, in 2000, at the end of 2016. And uh, uh, during that time, we... Uh, we were able to uh, participate in the Lions, and uh, I, I belong to both the Kaiser Lions, the Hollywood Lions in Oregon, and a few other places, then Lioness Club, and then way back when, the uh, Rose 
city lions auxiliary <laughs> uh, but the point is that uh let me see during that time uh among the activities we did and this is one i'm i'm really surprised that people didn't mention uh flags for kids oh that was a fun one uh and uh, i was even a part of the the crew that uh buffed them and uh, sanded the bases, and, and then they painted them and, and so forth. And, uh, oh, that was a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, going out and uh, giving the flags to the students at the schools. Oh, gee. Uh, then, of course, we um, we uh, uh, gave uh, to needy families. We um, participated with the bell ringing at times with the Salvation Army. We uh, did a number of community activities, including, of course, the glasses and that kind of thing. And for a fundraising idea, one of the things we did was bowling. And uh, uh, we bowled, and then part of the proceeds went uh, to us and part went to the bowling alley. So it's uh, just a matter of networking. Anyway, um, and that phone lions thing seems to be a good idea. Uh, it might have to be the only thing I can do, uh, and that's because of the uh, fact that uh, I am now in Desnet, South Dakota, home of Laura Ingalls Wilder. <laughs> and oh, wow. unfortunately, uh, there is transportation now. We just got that in February, uh, door-to-door transportation. It's not a fixed route or anything, and it won't go beyond this net. Uh, they do have transportation now that will go to Brookings once a month. And that's $10. Otherwise, we have managed to work out a situation with the gal for transportation that will go to Brookings, but it's like $50 one per round trip. So uh, that's kind of prohibitive. And, uh, yeah. So the only, the only, the only way, the only uh, clubs that we have near us uh, are the Brookings Lions Club and the uh, Huron Lions Clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did my homework, but now, of course, my computer <laughs> is down. And uh, we're, like I said, uh, I would hesitate. I'm sure they have night meetings. I, I haven't called them, but I'm sure they have night meetings. And that means, you know, we're SOL transportation wise. Yeah. <laughs> But in response so, to Penny's, um, no, was it Penny? In yeah. response to, yes, yeah, Penny's question about how her ACB, it's her ACB chapter, right, Penny? I, I, I mute it. When, when they're finished, I, I mute them back because we could have. Oh, yes, you know. that's true. Yeah. Um, well, but in response to Penny's question um, about how the ACB chapter uh, could get more involved, and Jackie, and you talking about all the things that your club, that the clubs you've been in have done in the past, a lot of our clubs do things like bell ringing with Salvation Army and so on. But, you know, even though it would be, that would, it might be that um, if, if the club in your area has, does a project like that, um, is, is doing bell ringers, and they don't have, enough people in their club to ring bells, they might welcome uh, someone from or a couple of people from the local chapter, ACB chapter to come and participate with them. Um, 
you might not start out with a huge bang, but if there's a project that they do, and you can do the project as well, um, I mean, if the project is painting a, mur- a mural, you might not be real good at that. But if the project is ringing bells at Christmas to collect money for Salvation Army, you can do that as well as anybody else. And especially if you're doing that in partnership with, uh, with a lion, and of course that'd be the best way to do it if you want to forge a closer relationship with the club. So um, I, I think a good way for groups to get involved and to kind of get their foot in the door uh, is, is to um, participate in their activities. Our local chapter of the Kentucky Council of the Blind, we have a Friday night activity every night of the year, except for if it's convention or if it's, um, well, as a state convention, we even go through the Christmas time so that people just aren't kind of, some people are alone at Christmas, you know. And, um, but uh, the club that Natalie was, uh, is a member of has a fundraising chili supper in normal times twice a year. And so our Friday night group, which is a council chapter, usually will purchase chili from her Lions Club for uh, to have as the dinner at our chapter activity that night. Now, could we make our own chili um, for less? Absolutely. But if we support them, then when sponsorship, then they're willing, they sometimes are willing to support us. Now, can they give a big sponsorship um, like like, uh, the club that Adam and I are in? No, they they can't do that because they're not that big a club, or they they have um, they don't have that big a treasury. But we were really surprised this last year when they they offered us the sponsorship. We didn't even go and ask. And and uh, one of the our our members that's also in the club went to the meeting, and they said, "Oh, here here's this check." And she said, "What for?" And they said, "Oh, that's our sponsorship for your convention." That didn't just happen. You know, that's been a relationship that's been built for years and years. And we'll probably need to rebuild that relationship because a lot of people in that club are changing. So, you know, that that's just one example, I think, of how uh, those kind of partnerships. Carla, this is Donna. Time. If I could give an example uh, with, that our chapter did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, I'm from a small town, and so my chapter's not very big. My Lions Club isn't very big. Um, but we collaborated a couple of different times, actually, on um, we were one of one group. I can't remember if it was the Lions Club. I think it was our chapter was actually asked to sell refreshments at a craft sale. Well, we really couldn't do that very well alone. So we asked the Lions Club to help us and we split the, the money. And then we did that at a at a um you know, uh, somebody's personal auction kind of, we did that a, a time or two. So, you know, that was a way for us to kind of work together. This is Andrea. I was asked to unmute, but I didn't think you wanted me. Uh, why don't you talk since you're unmuted? Okay, thank you. All right. Well, I wanted to uh, kind of a couple of things address. Uh, one of uh, Carla's points was when we are approached our club, our Lions Club, by an individual or an organization, how we handle their request. We have a website, and whether they go to our website 
or they contact us uh, verbally, there is a form that they have to fill out. They're directed to go to the website, which is the easiest way to fill out the form. And then if they're a local organization or a local individual, we invite, aside from the eyeglasses, um, they're invited to our meeting to talk to us about the reason for their request, which brings up the relationship building. Um, so before I get to the relationship part, so when they come to our club and they want $500 for planting trees at the high school, say that was several years ago, um, we, um, we wanted to know why, what was the purpose and, and all of that. So these students came and they talked to us about that. And then they're, they're asked, they're, they leave and then we discuss it as a group and then vote whether we want to give them the $500 or do we think they need more or they need less? Are they approaching other organizations, especially if it's a local, using that as an example, the, the trees that they wanted to plant at the high school? Are they going to the other uh, not-for-profits in our town as well? that they're not just coming to the Lions Club. So we handle it that way as far as an organization. If it's an organization that is nationwide, like Canines for Companions, they're not going to come to our meeting. I'm not even sure where they're based from. So then they'll usually ask me questions. And I say, no, I didn't get my dog from Canines for, Canine for Companions. And then it just clarifies what the organization is that is requesting a donation from us. Um, then, um, so then we decide at that point whether or not we're going to make a contribution to that organization. But going back to the tree request, um, when those students came to our meeting and um, asked for the donation to plant the trees, and, and that's just... That isn't really what happened, but they have come to us for other things. So I'm using that as an example. Then when they're there, we also ask them to come back to tell us how things went. Are the trees growing? How are they caring for them? Just little things like that. And that's building a relationship with those students. So then in the future, if they approach us again, we know that they're going to, and they know that they're going to come back to us again and explain what they're asking money for, you know, and many, and in this case, it's, you know, I'm using the students as an example. It's this, or this group in the school and they don't have the resources for some of the, you know, financial resources uh, that they need. So then they go out to the organizations. And then in turn, because we have, over the past few years, built this relationship with them. When it comes to candy day, and all of you lions know what candy day is. <laughs> Some of us that are blind, we can't stand in the street, but we'll go to the grocery store, things like that, uh, and uh, be out there with our little, you know, candy rolls or whatever we're giving away that year. And we go to the high school, and we we don't physically go there, but we make we reach out to them. And ask if that group of students, that organization in the in the student body would help us. So then they come and they 
it's usually a shorter block of time, time that they would put in asking for donations. But it all goes to the Illinois Foundation. I think part of it goes to Illinois and part of it might go to international. I don't remember. But um, built that relationship with those students. And it, it's a way of, you know, our helping them, them helping us. And it's it's a win-win for, for all of us. We have okay. several hands raised. All right. Thank yeah. you. Donna, thank you. Andrea, appreciate it. Who's next? On the phone, um, 4388. Okay, that's Mitch here. Mitch? Oh, I should know that. Why can't I remember that? Well, I have no idea. But well, you know. I, I want to I try and answer a couple of the questions that have come in earlier. Um, I joined our, our club in 2010 because at the time, Donna was uh, orchestrating a fundraiser for California Council of the Blind, we called Muttstrut. Some of you have probably heard of when I we were that. running it. Yeah. And and so I really and I was I was sponsored by my chiropractor and we we built a relationship within the club and and ultimately they were very helpful financially to to CCB even funded, you know, provided a, a fair amount of funding for the the last couple of years that we had Mutstrut. But it also required, and I think this goes back to something Sharon asked a couple hours ago, um, it took me as the first blind member of that club really a couple of years for um, everybody to begin to feel comfortable having a blind person actually there. Um, it was it was not an easy process. I I, I kind of had to to prove that I was one of the one of the guys because we we primarily had men at that time. We do have women now, and of course Donna's the president, and and we've had back to back lady presidents. But it it really did take some time to build that relationship and and to. Uh, and and to have them feel comfortable, uh, it's one thing to say, "Oh yeah, Helen Keller uh, admonished us to be Knights of the Blind." It's one thing to do that kind of in your head. We're helping blind people. Another thing to to actually deal with a blind person. Um, these days, I'm just one of the members. Um, I get razzed. We have a lot of fun. Um, but it, but it's a good relationship and and we're friends with with uh with several uh members of the club in terms of of when someone approaches us um we are very fortunate to have what's called the Pasadena Alliance Memorial Trust Foundation and it's very well endowed and so we take applications um and and we uh we assist uh, organizations in and around the greater Pasadena area and the San Gabriel Valley. And um, we've, we've given anywhere from $700 to a local uh, blindness support group that uh, coincidentally Donna's sister is very involved with to several thousand dollars. Um, uh, and, and so we're, we're very fortunate, but our, our club itself we have a white cane fund. Um, we've we've paid for for cataract surgeries when they need a little more than than we can assist 
through White Cane. We we work with our Lion Sight and Hearing Foundation. One of our members is actually uh, works for them part time. Um, so you know we we do it in a variety of ways, and um, you know building relationships as. Uh, as the lady from Illinois uh, indicated, is very important when we when we fund uh, either through our club or through the uh, uh, Memorial Trust Foundation. We will we will invite that organization to come back and tell us what they are what they do. Uh, we've also gained a couple of members by doing it uh, by having them come back. Uh, because we have uh, a number of of service of of members from service organizations, and it's and it's really uh, to use an old political term, one one hand washes the other. It is building that relationship, and and um, it's it's worked out very well for us. So so I don't know. That's kind of uh, quick and dirty responses to a couple of different questions, but that's that's what our uh, that's what our uh, Lions Club does. Very good. Thank you, Mitch. Okay, I'm going to try Eva. You should be able to unmute and talk. Hi, everyone. Can Hello. you hear me? Hi, Eva. Yes. Where are you from, Eva? Hi. <laughs> um, I just had a comment about joining when what Penny said about joining, joining a new club. I can't talk today. Um, one of the things is icebreaker. I always tell them, I said, well, if you ask me to sit down in the chair and there's no food around, I don't want to join. If you ask me to stand up and help, I'm right there with you. So that's one thing. And then my other, my, a question that I had about registration, I know I have to call or contact Carla to um, join as a member, but what about to register for all the other Lions events on the homepage? I tried to and didn't get through. Okay. The registration number where you can register for ACB Lions is 612-332-3242. That's the registration office and they're open for tomorrow and you can add on um, a, a registration, and that will get you into our door prize drawings, which we will have next week. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, ten dollars. Okay, six one two three three two three two four two. Okay. Okay. Who else? I'm trying we to get people who haven't minutes, so. who haven't okay. talked yet. That, that's what I'm trying. Yes. Yeah. My president, while she's doing that, this line, Adam, and I'd like to say something. Before, you know. Oh, go ahead. We, we have to let Adam talk. All go right. ahead, Adam. All right, thank you, and Madam President Carla, thank you. I wanted to mention that on our monthly uh, ACB Lines phone calls that we have, and they're at 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, we don't have to mute or unmute, and we usually have you know, somewhere between 20 or 25 people on, and uh, it works pretty well, so we'd surely like people to call in to that. You don't have to be a member of ACB Lines to join the call. Uh, and I, again, I gave that number 712-432-3900 and then 796-096. Uh, I did want to mention our Louisville Downtown Lions Club and I've been a line for 40 years now and we were supposed to have our 100th anniversary uh, celebration in September, so we are chasing the, both the Paducah Lions Club and the uh, uh, Mine Mitch's and Mondana's Club on the anniversary, and we will not be able to have our 
celebration either. However, we had agreed to make donations uh, to four uh, nonprofits uh, as part of that celebration, and we will go ahead and make those donations anyway. And we uh, first will be donating $75,000 to the Kentucky Lions Eye Foundation, and our club was one of the uh, first clubs to support that uh, 60 years ago. And then uh, we will also be making a $50,000 donation to the University of Technology um, program to pay for half of a special camera for retina uh, research and, um, and studies. And then we will be donating uh, $75,000 to a local um, nonprofit called the Visually Impaired Preschool Services, VIPS. And they operate uh, statewide in Kentucky. And that will go to help them uh, begin an endowed fund for themselves. And then we were giving $50,000 to uh, the Salvation Army here in Louisville, which covers the whole central part of uh, around Louisville and, and around the central part of Kentucky. And that will go to help uh, with some of their programs. So it's a total of $250,000. And uh, uh, like... Uh, um, um, Mrs. Club, we will also be a model club for the Campaign 100 uh, Lions Clubs International uh, fundraising effort. So we're very proud of that. So, All right. Thank you, Lions President. Okay. Do we have anybody else? We've got about five minutes. Yeah, left. we're going to try Carrie Moose again. Or Muser. Hey, Carrie. I got unmuted. Amazing. You All got right. it. Yes. Okay. So, so I I appreciate whoever mentioned that it took a couple of years before they were treated like one of the lions because I haven't quite um, gotten there yet. It's been about a year and a half. Um, and with COVID, our group isn't even meeting. I mean, they had one meeting since March, and it was a parking lot meeting. So that's and we've had to. Normally, our our group does a TV auction and all kinds of great fundraisers. So. One of the big things with our local chapter, um, we had the opportunity, we have a state park out here that it's an old um, flower gardens and stuff from an old mansion that burned down years and years ago. And at Christmas time, it is totally decorated, all the trees. And so different clubs will go decorate a tree. Well, we had the opportunity, our chapter did, to decorate a tree. And it's like, okay, that's fun. All the blind people are going to go decorate the tree. So we reached out to the Lions Club that I'm a, a member of. And they sent people out. So it was kind of fun. It was like a joint effort. And we all got together. And, you know, it, it went very fast. Um, so there were glasses on the tree. And, you know, PVC made, made white canes and stuff. But it was a great way to kind of work together. Um, and so the other thing that our group does, you know, a lot of times we have meetings every week. And there's usually uh, guest speakers at, you know, three out of four every month. And normally the, the speakers that come, they are asking for money. So 
you know, the lion that organizes them kind of does a sponsorship thing. And then at the monthly meeting, it's discussed where they're putting the money in. Places will email in requests and what for. So there's a pretty active group. And so they do a lot with like the high school sports teams and different things, you know, if all the vision and sights, you know, and hearing stuff is taken care of, you know, a lot of the money they go goes straight to the community. And the other thing is if they get a request and it's um, from one of our neighboring communities, we have Lions Clubs all in these little, I'm in a rural community and there's all these little towns and they all have Lions Clubs. They're smaller than ours, but, you know, they make sure to forward on the request to the correct club for those. So I think that's really a good thing too. But it does take time to build that relationship and you know, coming in as a new member and then I'm blind, it is, that is a lot different um, than just walking into something if you're sighted. So, right. thank you. Well, thank you, Carrie. We are just about out of time. So, I would like to thank everybody for participating in our Millie's Place. I have the ending code then when you're ready. Yes, and we will do that. Absolutely. This has just been real different than our usual Millie's Place. But... Um, <laughs> We do share about our clubs at the Millie's Place when we're in person. So if you're at the convention in Phoenix and we're having Millie's Place, please, please come. If you're not there, um, don't wait a whole year. Come to our monthly meetings because we share about our clubs there too. And also talk about issues that relate to, to uh, blind people participating in clubs. Donna, would you like to give our uh, ending code, please? I can do that. It is 8-9, E is an echo, 1-9. 8-9, E is an echo, 1-9. And the last thing I'd like to just call to your attention is that we've talked about a lot of little fundraising projects, service projects, and things. What we are doing as fundraisers and service projects in Lions Clubs can also be good ideas for activities for our local or state ACB chapters and affiliates. So... Don't feel like that. it just has to be a Lions Club to do a service project. Um, kind of steal the idea and do it for your ACB group as well. Thanks again to everybody. Thanks to everyone who is listening on ACB Radio, people who will be listening in the podcast and many other ways. We really appreciate you participating in, in, the, um, in Millie's Place tonight. And Donna, special thanks to you and to Doug for uh, handling the hosting and the streaming. We appreciate it very much. Good night, everybody. Good night.